Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today we have a very special episode. Okay. I don't. I don't got a. I don't got a segue. Um, <laughs> we're talking about uh, issues having siblings or not having siblings yeah, as an animal. Littermate syndrome before, but we're going to be talking about that first, and then single kitten syndrome, which I didn't realize was a thing formally. Yeah. Until, like a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. we have been warned of both Even of these things technically. Yeah. Yeah. So Heath, do you like your siblings? Yes, uh, you know, humans are a little different than dogs. We're talking about dogs with litter mate syndrome. Uh, I don't think we... Well, actually, you know, humans do tend to fight when yeah. they're being raised together. Uh, you know what? Pack. So, you so, know what? The sibling I rivalry? Know, I don't yeah, know. Uh, I would know a thing or two about that. Yeah. We could... We could uh, so the, we're the key going... is to get them a common enemy, and then they band mm, together, and they yes. never fight again. That's what happened with me and my brother. Oh, that's what happened with me and my sisters. Oh, who was your enemy? Our mother. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't have that problem. The problem with me and my siblings is that we we're born so far apart that we're mm. like floating islands in a, in a misty sea. How many years apart is it again? <laughs> Ten years for each of us. That is so staggered. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. you, a decade. Just keep a nice steady decade between them. No. They will <laughs> never align. My parents never just align. two sets. My brother and I are only two years apart. And then, uh, and then it was like fifteen years mm-hmm. for my first uh, little sister, and then four and more years. They're four years apart yep. from each other. Yeah. So twenty years between my older brother and youngest sister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you know what it's like. It's like those yeah, you know when your siblings yeah. are in different generations. You yeah. know, it's kind of weird because like I feel like my brothers and I do kind of share the nineties mm-hmm. in common a little bit. Yeah, just different age groups of the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fred was 97. Mm -hmm. I was 87. Mm -hmm. And Josh was actually 80. Yeah. So, um, but but we all are are grunge people. We're just grunge people. I will say my situation is a little different because I was equal amounts between my older and younger siblings, so I had... I, mean, I feel like two years apart is a good... Yeah, no, I think it's, like, good, but, like, the thing is, there was a four... Children. There was a four-year age gap between my older sister and little sister, so there did come an age where basically my older sister is like, you are now cool, but mm. cut the dead weight. And I looked at my little sister. I looked mm. at her. We shared a room. I still hung out with her. I still liked her, but I'm like, well, I'm cool now. Cut that rope. Cut that rope. All right. <laughs> Good luck at the bottom of the trip. Sorry. In I order have no to sense of loyalty. <laughs> no, I, I felt very cool. guilty about it. I was a very introspective kid. Like I was aware of what I was doing. I'm like, this is morally wrong, and I've chosen this path. Yeah. And. And it, now you're that kind of person. We but can no, it's you to be that kind of a person. It's cool because we still shared a room. So no matter how much I tried to cut off ties, my younger sister would slam the like we'd have lockout of each other of our room mm-hmm. where we'd break. We'd like walk out with a like a table knife. Mom's like, 
don't lock each other out of your room because we literally just knew how to jimmy, jimmy it open, open yeah. and we destroyed doors and rented apartments that way because we'd lock each other out and mom would just look up and see one of us carrying a table knife and she's like god damn it <laughs> kill her sister again nope just popping the door open i'm just getting into my room mom i'm glad she never had to worry about you guys stabbing each other <laughs> no, no, the really knife wasn't that much That's no good. no we never tried to stab each other i did kick holes in the wall trying not to kick I, and there was a point where mom's like why are you doing this i'm like i didn't kick dorothy isn't that better oh my gosh I yeah. kicked an inanimate object instead of a living thing. I think that's growth. As my, someone who had rage issues. My mom was the one who kicked and punched holes in the wall. I was Not a in the child. house that they're in now, but, you know, yeah. when I was younger than that. Mm-hmm. I was a child, though. That's allowed when you're a child. Yeah. Not so well, much for another. your house, I guess. Yeah. Mm. You pay for it. It was my older brother who, who would punch walls and get mad and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty easy to punch the drywall if you're yeah. pissed off. He, he he got a lot of the messed up stuff though. So yeah. he was the one who was like grown during the divorce. And all oh that. yeah, so, that's yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough for a kid. So yeah, we were talking about that recently. I feel bad for. Him. So how do we fuck up animal siblings? <laughs> well, uh, when you get puppies, uh-huh. you know how it sounds like a good idea to start off your dog pack by getting two puppies at the same time, exactly like we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they're adorable. They already have a bond. How do you only choose one? We always wanted two. Yeah, they have a Let's playmate. The mm-hmm. yeah. There's similar. nothing wrong with that, as I found out once we adopted the dogs. And yeah. our vet didn't go, oh, they're from the same litter. And you're like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally never heard about that. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they don't have to be actual litter mates. They could just be around the same age. If they're raised together, they're still at risk for litter mate syndrome. Okay, that makes sense. Also called sibling syndrome. Uh, just, is just that just being siblings? Hmm? Is this just going to be the definition I mean, of, of dysfunctional There's siblings? Some parts of it. Yeah. Some okay. Full blown littermate syndrome is different than that. Uh, there are mm-hmm. six common problems uh, that littermate syndrome causes extreme codependence, separation anxiety, poor social skills, uh, fear of strange dogs and people, and difficulty training, and then sibling aggression, which is like the stereotypically worst part of it. Yeah. Um, so I do actually, like, reading through this, I've wondered if Rue yeah. does have some of these. Well, it's hard to tell because some of her anxiety, one, their breed technically has separ- it's higher chance of separation anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's just something that's Which, baked in both of their they breeds. Have, they, they used to both be worse about it. Yeah. But also... And it's not like they completely have to be together at all times. No. Uh, they can tolerate being separate. They will sometimes choose to be separate. Like they what get I'm upset saying. if, like... One of them is clearly taken from the property and the other's left. Yeah. But I've had one, like, sit upstairs while I cook and then the other one give up and, like, go down to the basement and chill. So they do separate. Yeah. So, I mean, they have some codependence, but they they spend a lot of time together. I uh, One of the things is they say that littermate syndrome can cause um, one of the dogs will be more outgoing. Um, and more confident, and then the other is going to be more, like, shy and withdrawn. Which, to an extent, you can't really tell, is that just their personalities? Because dogs are different, they're not the same. Yeah. Because we do kind of have that, but Rue is, she's still very good with most people. Um, More so the dogs, she's never really liked other dogs. She does better on... Like, when she's home, than she does out, but also when she's out, she's chiller because she's more anxious i don't know it, it varies 
And she get once she gets used to an area, she's fine with lots of people. Like for example, we did Christmas. Tons of strangers she never met. The only thing she got really upset was uh, Daniel bringing a box that he had carried the uh, brisket in. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't she, like it when you're. It was a large, large box coming into their and space. And it wasn't close to the ground, and she doesn't like big things being moved. Period. So she that upset her. But then she was chill once we hit the box away. Yeah, she's she's gotten better with time. She's still a very anxious dog, but yeah. she also could just be anxious. It's hard to tell what's the syndrome and what's not. So parts of this might be, uh, you know, compounded. Yeah. Um, right. But also, early warning signs you're looking for three to six uh, months of age and puppies. Mm-hmm. I said it's also kind of hard to tell since that's when stuff sets off. But that was also when she had her first big trauma of having to go to the ER, and that's when her yeah. anxiety actually started to heighten more. She was a pretty chill, relaxed dog. She did almost die. And, uh, and she was five months old, and she had to be hospitalized for how many nights? Three weeks. It was, it was a week. two. It was no. It was four days total. Three nights, yeah. four days. Because we they were going to do some testing the next day, but they didn't have the specialists they needed in. But they were going to be in the next day, so they were doing supportive care until right. then, which is fun because it's like oh. You literally can't do the thing you need because you don't have the thing, so I have to pay for another night of her staying there. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I thought that was for the time it happened when she was seven months old. No, that was the first one because they weren't sure and they were thinking about doing a biopsy, but they also wanted to see if her clotting would get better. That was another reason they were waiting. We're going to give her steroids and hopefully she'll get better. That's what we decided at the... Because she... Otherwise, it's probably... Yeah, it was bad. It was another reason they were waiting was to see if her clotting would get better. Because in order to do the thing they needed, she needed to stop like bleeding as much. Or right. being at such high risk. Yeah. Right. Fun. So that was fun. So there's there's trauma there in, uh, you know, Rue's puppyhood at five months old. So it's hard to tell what's straight up sibling syndrome and straight up. I feel up. like that was a great trauma to Yeah. Her because she did almost die and she had to be there for days with strangers. And, yeah, we couldn't be there at all because it was during COVID. Yeah. Uh, so <sighs> it sounds right. We couldn't even go in for her to get looked at. We were just out in the car. Mm-hmm. Super so yeah, super yeah, fun. COVID. Super fun. So anyway, I think some of uh, Ruth's stuff is just because she had a traumatic experience because of her, you know, her chronic yeah. health issue. Yeah. That almost killed her before we figured out what it was, mm-hmm. or at least how to treat it. And the, we didn't know at that time that it was going to be a chronic thing. We were like, oh, what a weird one-time thing, hopefully. Yeah, she yeah. ate something and it gave her a weird thing and that can happen. Right, and then she got started to get sick again two months later, which that part was concerning because she started to show jaundice really quick. Oh, yeah. Right. It's like, um... But anyway, yeah. So, yeah, so that's why it's hard for us personally to tell. a yellow-skinned dog before. It it's more weird. like yellow around the eyes, too. Yeah. Yeah. She looked more yellow, though. Really, yeah, she did. Really it was, it yeah. was, I know, because their fur is, like, pretty yellow. Yeah, they're blonde. They're yeah. blonde babies. Yeah, parts of her fur are just white, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It was it was very concerning. It's like, oh, it no, my seven-month-old yeah. puppy has yellow... Uh, you know, like, the part that that's supposed good. to be white in her eyes is yellow. Yeah, yeah that ain't right. good at all. So, anyway, but back to, so, so let's say Rue did have that trauma and still, so co- what are early signs? So some of the early warning signs that you would be looking in to appear like three to six months old, uh, if you have two puppies that you're raising of similar ages or of the same litter, 
Um, fear of new people and dogs causing them to seek comfort with each other. Uh, whining, whimpering, pacing, and general distress when separated. Failure to learn basic commands like sit down um, and stay. Frequent fighting between the siblings or other signs of imbalanced power. Um, so ways to avoid that would be to feed them separately, have them play separately, like just spend time away from each other, mm -hmm. uh, training separately, um, which would be hard. Yeah. Puppies. It's a lot of extra work to, yeah. if to fix it when you start seeing these symptoms, um, creating them separately. So not the thing that we initially did when we got them and we put them in the same crate, but that yeah. wasn't very long. Yeah. And they were very small. The thing is they also say to create them separately out of sight, which we've never done. It hasn't gone well when we've tried that. Yeah, there's they have some codependency. <laughs> We're not saying they are. <laughs> We're not saying our dogs are fully independent beings. I will say, though, they do listen to... They have a couple commands they actually do follow on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. um, they don't fight all the time. I do think they're a bit codependent on each other. They all listen to us when they're together, though. Yes. So... Um, and I, I do think while the one who is abandoned at home doesn't like it, the person, the one who goes out is completely like, okay, cool. I'm on an adventure. It's more like the other one's like, they're going somewhere fun and I know it. <laughs> it's to the bed. It's not fun. No. It's like, usually to the bed. Yeah. They normally so, go fun things together. So. They also say take, take your puppies to the bed separately. Yeah. Which we do. We didn't when they were younger. Well, we were but, setting up puppy appointments. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Um, and, and that's to, how we found out about right. it. Right. <laughs> go to the dog part separately. So, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Just uh, if you start seeing the signs, it's a lot of work to undo it. Yeah. Uh, but it is important because it can lead to them uh, physically fighting mm -hmm. and potentially harming each other. Yeah. So, which that's not something we've generally had to deal with. Sometimes they're not great about uh, toys, particular toys. And it takes a bit for them to get to that. It's not but I like feel like immediate. that could be literally any two yeah. dogs. It just depends on the dog. Yeah. Some dogs are better at sharing than others. Yeah. Like, I know my older sisters talked about, like, her dog, Clive, is very um, toy-possessive. They're, they're fine with sharing a lot of toys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Charlie and Rosie will play tug-of-war together. Mm -hmm. Like, Charlie will legitimately bring a toy to Rosie and then moosh her face with the like, toy. Yeah, play tug of war with uh, me. Our pups do that. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rue does that. She'll like grab a toy, run around, and then when Mishka's laying there, she'll just come and like hit him in the face with the toy so he'll steal it from her. Yeah. And they'll just steal and it back a big, and forth. Fun giggle game. Yeah. She'll yeah. come and flop on her back and like flop against him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then sometimes someone has a toy and they really like the toy, and then the other one's like, well, I like that toy too. It's my toy now. This is a special toy, mm -hmm. it's been promoted. <laughs> promote to my toy. If there's a squeaker in the toy, then Rosie, then that's Rosie's toy. Uh -huh. She yeah. will take the squeaker out, and then it can be Charlie's toy. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she'll she'll do Let surgery do, on it. Right. Let me do surgery. I will also say we did do the thing where Mishka had his own training, and Rue was homeschooled, so she did have separate. They did have Although separate that training. Was because Paying for two dogs to have and two hundred dollars for the training. Yeah. Also, yeah, one of them. So it's like oh, okay, also there was only one person who could go every time. Yeah. So that'd be impossible to do two dogs at yeah. once. Yeah. Can't can't do that. Yeah. So, but that worked out fine. Uh, Ruth's done pretty well with her home training. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's she's my. They're 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 like lax trained. It's fine. They yeah, overall they, listen. They behave well enough. Yeah. They do what we need them to do. They're also pretty intuitive, so they'll, 
you know, generally they know what they what yeah. you want because they know the patterns. Of the house. Part, part of it's also just staying consistent, like trying to use the same terms when you want them to do something. They'll mm-hmm. learn it over time. Like, well, I say my dog will immediately heal and like sit down and like lay down. No, but I can guide them to the right spot and they will yeah. normally their their stay is uh-huh. Mishka has a pretty good stay. Rue's stay is shit. Yeah. yeah, I've never been able to get her to settle. They've been learning a lot better to, uh, you know, shut up when we tell them to. Yes. We don't usually say shut up. No. <laughs> Shushin works really well. I find that works really well as I go shh, but yeah. louder. I'm not going to shout up. I uh, whistling at them to shut up mm-hmm. sometimes when they're outside and I'm upstairs. That like, works because it tr- draws their attention. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've gotten a lot better about that, um, unless it's, like, something that's just too fascinating for them to not scream at. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, the neighbors repaving their driveway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a, a pool man next door mm-hmm. who was um, getting my neighbor's pool ready for the summer. Right. And I was sitting outside uh, enjoying the sunshine on my porch. And Charlie's sitting next to me because he's got mommy issues. Mm-hmm. And Rosie was out in the yard, and she was just staring at the pool guys. And she, her whole body was wiggling. And she was just like, all I want is for these delicious pool men to notice me. And then Notice she, me, pool boys. Notice me, pool boys. They were just two dads. Yeah. Just like, you know, fully clothed, just whatever. Yeah, they're <laughs> cleaning a pool. <laughs> they're just cleaning a pool. Literally two dudes cleaning a and then Rosie does this thing where she she goes, and I said, oh, she's she's saying hi to you in the most girly voice. And then the dude at the pool was like, oh, hello. <laughs> so he got so he got cat called and he called back. He called back like a Mrs. Doubtfire voice. That's so Seriously, funny. that's hilarious. Like. Oh my god, that's adorable. Oh man. Oh, Rosie. Rosie's sweet. She's a treasure. She's a what? A treasure. Oh, yes. <laughs> so what else? Not a sibling thing. Just cute story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was raised independently. Yes. She was. She yeah. Charlie's got dependency problems, but he's not so, super bad. I feel like I it's still... also something that could just happen with two dogs that spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Even also... if they're not puppies when they meet. Yeah. I feel like that could still just happen. Charlie just doesn't know what it means to be alone. Even though I do leave him in the house alone sometimes. Yeah. I'll take, it'll just like be me and Rosie out doing errands. You know, sometimes I'll take her to, I'll take her to store. It's like, I'll take her to Home Depot mm-hmm. or Cabela or something like that. Because yeah. she's good in the stores. Charlie, right. no. Charlie, I'll take on a little walking trail or something Charlie like would that. get too excited and pee. Oh, he's yeah. a little happy pisser. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's better at it now. But I'm just too worried about it. Yeah. And Rosie's Nobody just, wants to have to clean that up while you're in Home Depot or whatever. Rosie doesn't want to take long walks because she's got bad knees anyway. Mm-hmm. And Charlie shouldn't be in stores. So yeah. one is a store dog, one, one is a trail dog. dog. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so they do get they their They got their territories. Along. Yeah, they got their thing. I also think there is something, too. Some dogs are just, like, there's the term Velcro dog where they just want to be next to their human at all times. And there are That's certain... Charlie. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of dogs like that. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. Just, I, dogs are needy. There's also a lot of breeds that have separation anxiety. 
So Yeah, we've bred this into them where we're like, I need you to love me desperately. Yeah, they're like, I do love you desperately. Why I'm are you gonna leaving that me? Dog. That dog's awesome. <laughs> Makes me feel truly wanted and seen. I'm the only person that matters in the world when mm-hmm. I'm with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a lot of dogs want to spend all of their all of their time with their humans. Mm-hmm. All of yeah. their humans, not just one of them. All they of need them. to see both, both of, of their humans or however many they have. Yep. Preferred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when Matt comes home, they lose their mind. Oh, yeah, they don't get to see him very much. Yeah, and they're just Compared like, oh, you. my yeah. God, you're my favorite person that I never get to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, that actually is kind of funny because it reminds me of uh, our niece uh, because she stays home with her mom all the time because her mom works really early in the morning. And then, yeah, their schedule is staggered where she can finish her shift before he goes my to work. has to go to work. Right. So he's out of the house while she's awake right. and our sister-in-law is out of the house while she's asleep. So mommy's always there. Mm-hmm. Daddy comes home. Daddy's the coolest thing ever. And like, <laughs> that's just the thing I think little kids and like mm. offspring do. They're just like, I mean, it's, yeah, I yeah, never get to see you, you take again. them for granted. Yeah. 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 I felt that way about my dad when I was little, you know, mm-hmm. my mom was always there. She was a stay at home mom. She's mm-hmm. always, that's her profession. She's a yeah. professional stay at home mom and she's good at it. That's good. And but my dad, when he would come home, oh my God, dad's alive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're my favorite person. And mom's just like, oh. I do all the work. I do everything for you. You you have, you, you do everything. You're always there. And on top of that, yeah. you're the disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. So nobody likes you. <laughs> and then dad That's comes the home and you guys season. watch TV or mm-hmm. do the movies mm-hmm. and yeah, get the dessert. Dad brought home dessert. Mm-hmm. Isn't he cool? Mom made me eat my vegetables this yeah. afternoon. Yeah, nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> I hate being healthy. <laughs> okay. So what's next? Um, yeah. So, I mean, mostly you're trying to start by fixing their separation anxiety. You want them to be confident when they're separate. And uh, mm-hmm. disciplines when they're together, so not just like completely ignoring you yeah. as a unit. You know, the two of them. Yeah, uh, they gotta actually listen to you instead of just you know anarchy. Yeah, the pack decides things now. The pack is the pack. Yeah. They want them oh. to listen to you yeah. instead of teaming up. Yep. Oh. As long as there's nothing really interesting at the end of the fence, they'll come when they're called. Yeah, so that plays into that. you got to train them separately, individually, totally separate in different mm-hmm. rooms and everything. Yeah. Which I will say is hard. I will say I had to do that when practicing for Mishka's homework when he was in training. And the entire time, I give Rue bones, I give her special chews, I give her toys, I put down food, and she's like... Yeah, I could just hear from below going, and I'm like, cool. And I'm like, Mishka, sit, stay on the cot. Cool, you can go now. (laughs) (laughs) And you just hear in the background as I'm having him stay, like, sad Rue house. Goodness gracious. So you want to enable their independence uh, Mm -hmm. because they're two separate beings. They're not the same. Dogs aren't all the same. Nope. Even though there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. Um, And, you know, do specific activities uh, that they respond to when you're doing your training. They'll have different motivators. Mm -hmm. So some of them are like different types of treats or maybe they're less food motivated and they're more praise motivated Mm -hmm. um, or affection motivated. Um, So all that stuff takes a long time. Uh, you know, a lot of dedication. And then when you reunite them, um, you want to make sure that, 
you know, they're not going to, to gang up on you again. Yeah. Because, so. yeah, that's another thing. It's not just, like, them, like, being buddy-buddy or bullying each other. Like, there's some degrees that I read, like, horror stories of where they would literally, like, not listen and, like, be like, we're a pack. You're not our pack. We're not yeah. going to listen to you at all. We love each other. We hate you. Now feed us. <laughs> now give us food. Horrifying. Yeah. yeah. It seems so weird based on all of the dogs that I've met. Mm-hmm. doesn't seem like that's that likely to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Most but dogs, also but... at the same time, it does remind me of how me and my siblings bonded against my parents. Yeah, but that's, that's human, so yeah. we're not like, you have to go to school and do your homework. I mean, your homework is obedience training. We do it with you. Yeah. But that's just a fun game where we get to spend time. Eat your vegetables. No, you have kibble. Eat your kibble. Uh-huh. Can't have more treats. You can't have more Kong time. Uh-huh. Charlie started uh, counter surfing. He actually pulled... <sighs> I, I threw away some some old chicken that I had. It wasn't too bad, but it was like just I, I wasn't. Yeah. It was old enough where I wasn't going to eat anymore. That's a fair choice. Yeah, don't and, eat old food. Yeah, and I threw it away and then put the Tupperware in the sink, and then Charlie was able to grab it out of the sink and then chew up the Tupperware. Jesus. Oh, no. Yeah. He realized he's tall when he stands on. Yeah, his he's back very. Legs. He's a tall boy. He's a very tall boy now. <laughs> so. I'm so glad Mishka's kind of lazy. He when he he wanted to like stretch up more. He could. Oh, he can. Like one one of these. It was one of my off days where we had. This also that he's fairly well behaved. He is fairly well behaved. Um, so it was an after a D and D game because D and D we stay up way too late, like playing, and then like we'll sleep in the next morning because we tend to be off and don't have anything going on. And so we woke up at noon, which means they were behind on their food and pill schedule, and Rue has to wait an hour after taking one of her pills, to take the rest of her pills mm-hmm. because it will upset her stomach. So I had pilled her, and we were down in the basement, and I was waiting the hour. We were like 30 minutes in, and I had left some dishes from the night before on the table down here. I mean, here. honestly, they, they pretty much always get fed between 8 and 10 in the morning. Yeah. So that, that was indeed That late. was yeah, very late like for one. them. Yeah. But they were asleep, too, so it's not like they were going, feed well, us. Apparently they woke up starving. Yeah, they did wake up starving. And Mishka, I, like, looked over because I heard something. Mishka was standing, like front paws on the table trying to like lick the remnants of our food from the night before starving he's withering away in front and i was of you. like mishka and he's like what i'm hungry feed him yes uh, uh, yeah <laughs> he's our, a chunky boy he's basically 100 pounds i mean he's he's, he's mostly muscle despite how lazy he is he's a chunk. he does walk and run he sleeps so much he does. <laughs> remember that time when they like slept with me all day after oh yeah they had slept all night they slept with me all night i woke up got to, went to work keith had fed them and then went to sleep i came home it was my long day so i came home at like 10 10 30 mm-hmm. they were all still in the bed so oh, they slept literally they 24 yeah, hours they didn't wake me up <laughs> they didn't so there I wasn't a mess very active yeah no. they didn't like go find they like to find my chapstick and eye drops to chew if they're able to get them off the bedside table there also wasn't like that. a urine or poop mess no. which could have happened because he literally they would didn't have screamed wake up. at me for a long time before that yeah mm-hmm. usually i wake up at some point so they all slept through the whole day it's yeah. crazy i mean i didn't sleep no for, you I you have seen amount of hours i no. slept for a regular amount of hours yes but yeah they're so lazy anyway uh <laughs> so once you have like a solid foundation with the one-on-one training with them you want to also make sure that they can follow commands together mm-hmm. so you have to do you know the both of them obedience training. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot, you know, to make sure that they'll actually listen to you instead of just deciding anarchy. Yeah. 
thankfully, our dogs did not decide anarchy because I think I would have lost my mind if I had to do all this very intensive. Like, I'm not saying we didn't train them and we didn't work on them, but. Kind of lackadaisy training. But it, it was very lackadaisy. You know, I mean, Mishka had the class and he was the most improved because he was the worst on the first day. Oh, he was horrible on the first day. I was like, well, we can never we come here again. We didn't think about spray bottle and they didn't suggest it. Until later. Until like the end I of think, the uh, lesson. Well, no, it's the middle after the first oh, speech. Oh, okay. Well, it's not, it felt like forever. It felt forever. What's really funny, though. It's hard to hear the instructions. There were, I just kept screaming. There were a couple weeks where my work was really crazy, so I couldn't do homework every week like I was supposed to. And I was like, oh, we haven't practiced this at all. And I'm in the, but, you know, I will say doing stuff in a particular class setting. He's like, oh, best behavior, we're in class. I'm like. <laughs> you're doing it i'm like and the teacher's like oh i'm gonna make me look bad come on <laughs> uh, and the teacher's like oh i'm going to do the distraction he did not pay attention i'm like yeah good bsing through class son <laughs> I got you, amazing <laughs> we practiced wink wink yeah i'm like and the teacher's like oh i can see you worked really hard this week i'm like yes yes we did we totally did he's a very smart boy <laughs> Oh my gosh, he is a good boy. He is a good boy. Yeah. Thank he you can for be extremely stubborn, but he's a good boy. Thank you for BSing through class. Myself. Good job. Good job, intelligent, <laughs> underperforming. Underperforming. <laughs> in, in, in terms of like effort, you know, you know yeah. those students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a lot of people. I was a solid fair. C student. <laughs> solid C and B here. I uh, took regular classes, so I didn't have to try that hard. Yeah. When I actually tried on a project that I actually loved doing because it had to do with animals, Mm -hmm. it was actually a, 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 um, it was a, uh, what do you call it? A uh, paper on the uh, ring-tailed lemur. Research paper? Yeah, it was a research paper on the the red-ruffed and ring-tailed lemur. Um, It was a research paper. And... um, I got a B plus on it. And nice. I'm really disappointed. Oh. I was like, I put my soul into this. <laughs> like, your soul is a B plus. Your soul is literally a B plus. You're like, this is my spirit said. animal, and these are the reasons why. And they're like, well, you I have a shitty spirit animal. Yeah, then they basically said, see the spirit animal? I'm going to smush it into the ground. See, only a B plus. That's why I liked math in school, because it always had a concise answer. Well, I majored in art and did art a lot of my life, but every now and then it's like, I spent a million hours on this and i got a b you fucking bitches you cunts <laughs> oh my gosh we interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors well not sponsors per se but it is time to pay the vet bills pet parents pod now has a website petparentspod.com where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast we also have a patreon now there's a link to that as well as along with all of our socials a twitter facebook instagram and discord it's gonna be patreon.com slash petparentspod anything and everything can help we would appreciate your support petparentspod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate so any special offers that we have which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed are going to be on that page there's a link to BarkBox under the ways to support page on the website we also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link barkbox.com slash petparentspod you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription if you enjoy our content spread the word tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers now back to your regularly scheduled episode so uh getting litter mates apparently 
is a bad idea for dogs and can well, not necessarily the worst idea, but it can come with extra right, complications. Not necessarily litter mates. It's better to basically it's better to raise puppies one on one. One on one because you also get the dedicated and then once time that to train puppy them. Is you know a dog, you know, I would say probably two years old. You can look into maybe. Because I feel like they're like actual adult dogs by two. Yeah. Even they, though technically I think they say by one. Yeah. But uh, they do start chilling out at one, but they two to three really years old is when chill they, like, out. Chill out and become like you know they're Please. not going to be doing their puppy misbehaviors. That's basically just due to the fact that they're young and have too much energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the chewing has cut back a lot for our pups. Yeah, I will say I we recently had a remote tragedy again, but I blame that on Pred, and they hadn't done that in like yeah, a year. Yeah, Rue has been uh, requiring chewing a lot more since her prednisone dose has been up. It's going back. It's, it's tapering back down. So, thank God. Yeah. Um, we were yeah, doing she's... it for allergy reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. It, help, it helps control seasonal allergies. So yeah, She's still itching a lot. So. Well, I haven't given her a bath. She needs a bath this week because of all yeah. Like, we think she has a food allergy as well. Fun stuff, and yeah. that takes a while to, like, once you cut out whatever they're allergic to. It's a long, drawn-out process. So, right. with dogs, it's best to get them single, so you can focus on their training, get them all, get Better. you all practiced Understand up. Understand you potentially will have to do a way more work. Yeah. So many times more work. It's not just twice as hard. Mm-hmm. If they start to develop those symptoms of sibling syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get a cat, you should get them in pairs because there's a secret evil syndrome with cats if you get them alone. Possibly. Single kitten syndrome. Oh! Which we also have had experience with. You know you want your, your cats to be dating and they need to not be single. They got to be coupled up. Yeah, always couple cats. Yeah. Well, I will say I think there are a few exceptions you know, to the babies. rule. You know, you should obviously ship your cats together. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, but it, it, I feel like it's not necessarily an issue for all cats because Sydney was a single kitten. Prince I would... never had these issues with Sydney, but she is perfect. We all know that. It's canonically yeah. true that she's perfect. Yes. She has no flaws. I will also say Prince, he never wanted any siblings or friends. He just wanted to exist. He was kind of a little bit of a jerk, but it's okay. He was a drama queen. He was a debutante. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He he did not approve of trouble and chaos thus those that yeah. filthy rabble. Sydney would have been okay without anyone. Yeah. I think she overall does enjoy having the company though. She I think she doesn't mind the company. She would, she would I mean she was a lot younger then, but she would knock shit off my sh- shelves and stuff and protest. Mm-hmm. I think when she felt like she was alone too long, which you know, fair. Trouble would yeah. knock shit off my shelves though to wake me up, so I think that's just a cat thing. The way that she did it, I don't know. And trouble was very intentional too. Yeah. Cats are just yeah. intentional of what they do. They can be very smart. So why is yeah. it bad to have a single cat on its own? Well, it turns out that uh, if you have a single kitten, it uh, it doesn't learn kitten manners. Mm. So it, uh, it will... Biting is a big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't have learned with fellow kittens through biting and, like, a yowl that that's too hard. Mm-hmm. It's not appropriate behavior. So it will just bite the shit out of their human. Yeah. Which is what Oliver was doing. I just didn't realize there was a name for this. Yeah, because Quinn was a little bitey, and then he was biteier. And also, apparently, they don't learn, like... bites have never been that hard, though. Yeah. I will say, like, there's a difference. Like, you can teach dogs um, bite pressure because you go, ah! 
And then they're like, oh, I don't bite yeah, you. Yeah, you act like you're made of paper. Yeah, yeah, and they'll learn. Cats, though, they're like, I bite harder now. <laughs> I think this is part of the game. <laughs> I've never felt a kitten bite so hard, and he was like two pounds at the time. Oh, yeah. Like, How do you bite this hard? He was also a little... We've talked about Oliver being a little storm trash kitten who washed up after a bad storm. So he yeah. was bottle. He had to be bottle-fed like when he was uh, like a four or five weeks old or something. He would he should have he shouldn't have been separated from his litter that young, not that anyone intentionally did it. Yeah. Right. So he lost a lot of that education. He didn't get kitten socialization. Or his mom going, Stop that. Slap. Yeah. Said <laughs> it's just us and uh you know, cats to be assaulted and victimized yes. by this two pound kitten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because also our cats were of the age they were out of the super play mode, so they weren't mm-hmm. going to teach him the manners. Yeah. Right. And another thing is, uh, boy cats, they will tend to play more physically, like wrestling, yeah. and then they continue that into adulthood. And our only boy cat in the house was Trouble, so super senior <laughs> Trouble, who mostly Grampy. just lays there and, you know, yells at you for your food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me your food. Uh huh. Follows you around so loud. Give me your food. Yeah, yeah see? I'm badly stuck, see? <laughs> see my bow tie? I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Now give me your food. Am I, I dead or am I alive? <laughs> I'm somewhere in between. Oh, my God. <laughs> Toward the end. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Sydney and Quinn did not want to help raise Oliver. They were like, no, thank you. They were like, oh, this kitten's horrible. Oh yeah. my god, he has no manners at all. But mm. once he got tired out, he cuddled with trouble, and that was super sweet. Yeah. No. He was a cuddle boy mm-hmm. when he was tuckered out from his demony. I don't think he actually, like, bit on trouble that much, did he? He did sometimes. I don't remember it being as, like, prolific as Quinn. I think because trouble would go and walk it. off. Yeah. Quinn mm. would react and slap him, and then he's like, oh, oh we fighting. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, um... Yeah, they have to learn appropriate behavior from other cats, other kittens. It's best. Um, it's also just good to keep them entertained with their energy levels. Mm-hmm. You know, they can burn off energy so they are less annoying to the perhaps older cats you might have in your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like with ours. Um, but yeah, basically, they can. it can be a real problem if you don't fix this when they're still kittens. Uh, because they can grow up and they can just be atrocious. Yeah. Like, yeah. they can just clawing people walking by uh they will just bite way too fucking hard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, jump at your face apparently it's extremely common for you know single kittens that are adopted to later be turned back into the shelter because they didn't have any other cats they just got this one kitten and then it's a behavior issue later and they get sent back yeah that's why a lot of fosters and rescues, especially if you have no other animals, do recommend you getting cats in pairs just because. And it, it feels like I know for a lot of people, especially if they've never had cats, it feels very um, like, well, what if. It's kind of the opposite of puppies. Yes, yeah, the opposite yeah. of puppies, but it also feels like, well, uh, I don't. Are you just trying to sell me cats? Like, is this a buy one, get one free? Like, are you, like, it just doesn't. What do you mean this one's not free? I have to pay that adoption fee too? <laughs> yeah. It, well, some Come some on, adoptions give me a, give do. Me a deal. They do do a reduced rate for pairs, but. Um, it won't be like free or half, though. No. It will be reduced. Yeah, it'll in be. Most places. Because, yeah. yeah. I guess if they're at capacity, they might be more lax with it, but. Yeah. 
if no one's ever... You want to make sure that you're not going to just end up returning this cat for behavior issues that you kind, kind of created cost. by not having the cat be socialized as a kitten. Yeah, but right. I can also understand if you've ever had cats, you're like, well, why do I need two? I just want one because mm-hmm. one's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, well, one seems good, but it it's a lot easier when you have two kittens if that's how you're starting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. They will entertain each other, so they're less likely to just destroy your property. Yeah. Because uh, they'll be playing together. I mean, you might have two particularly destructive kittens, and that's unfortunate, but they should most likely grow out of that. Yeah. You know, and give them other stuff to be scratching. If, if that's the issue you're having, you should definitely have multiple scratching posts. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's the opposite of puppies. Uh, two kittens is a lot better than just one. Puppies is apparently better to do just one puppy at a time. Yeah. And if you can get two, you can get two male cats together because they'll stay active into adulthood while girl cats chill out. Mm-hmm. That was another thing we thought, well, Quinn's pretty feisty and our vet even's like, well, Quinn's like three now. She's kind of out of that kitten phase and she'll just continue to deteriorate and like that type of energy. Cool, level. yeah. She'll just slowly break down. Well, no, I, like yeah, energy level. Like, well, Quinn, you're starting to die slowly. <laughs> to die slowly. You've no. reached your, uh, this is the peak. <laughs> you just you were in your prime. Activity, just... <laughs> activity level yeah, because <laughs> female cats tend to chill out like wrestling and physical. Yeah. yeah. Well, Quinn. Which I've been surprised when Sydney. Wrestles. Oh, Sydney gets feisty. It's really just mostly with Loki. Yeah. She likes Loki. She loves Loki. She yeah. tolerates the They're others. They're so cute. Also, Sydney is a permakitten. Yes. She's yes. turning nine next month. She is. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to... She doesn't look like a nine-year-old. Well, she's middle-aged. She's starting to get into fourth grade now. <laughs> middle-aged, fourth grade. She's like, I am mature. Thank you. <laughs> she's not a super... She's not a senior yet. Nope. No. She she's looks, mature. She looks the same age as the, uh, the kids. Yeah. And Quinn. Yes. All the cats. They all, they all look. Yeah. After there's a there's a sweet spot in between like super Adulthood. old and baby. And then when they get they really all kind of look the tell. same. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you want to adopt them together. Mm-hmm. It's much better that way. Oh okay. Um. So get cats together. Yeah, you can look for bonded pairs if that's how you're starting out. Yeah. Um, those are they usually have a little bit of a harder time getting adopted because some people only want one cat which mm-hmm. can work out uh sydney was just fine i didn't realize that that was a thing well sydney also came into a household of a mature cat right oh you're talking about oh right she was an actual kitten well she's also a sweet cat like she's gentle yeah. like her soul is gentle she's great she, she she's did, perfect like we said she's perfect she didn't have a storm trauma like um no. oliver no i actually know the person who still has her mom mm-hmm I have her exact date of birth. Also, like, oh. Oliver, when he did get rescued, he had to be kept separate from the cats in that person's house because they had semi-feral cats, and they were afraid of them just, like, knocking this kitten down. So the other... I think he actually might have been okay. I think he might have, too. But he was little. <clears throat> yeah. So the person was trying to take care of him. Right. By keeping him from being jumped by their cats. <laughs> oh you know, I think it was she would have been the other way around, but... Uh... But they were he big was a cats. Tiny kitten, so yeah. yeah, he was. He's he's tiny and skinny. I can't believe he bit as hard as he did. Yeah, it's always a good sign when you take him to his first vet appointment. You get a call from the vet. It's like, so he's a bit bitey. Is he bitey at home? 
Oh, you notice he's bitey. Huh. <laughs> oh. Why are you commenting? You see lots of kittens. We're going to transfer you to the behavioralist. Just hold on the line. Yeah, because it's COVID times where we couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we decided to get five animals. During COVID. Well, two of them were right before COVID. Yes. Those were, those were after the holidays. Like they were COVID puppies, but they weren't because no. we got them. Two months before. Before COVID. Uh-huh. And right when they had done all their puppy shots and we were ready to start looking at socializing them, COVID happened. So mm-hmm. fuck that shit. Yeah, the last time I think that we took them both into Home Depot, they were still able to fit inside the cart. cart, yeah, because I... And it wasn't, like, cumbersome to pick them up and put them in there. Nope. Yeah, yeah that was so long ago. That was very cute. And we were practicing walking in the Home Depot while one of them stayed in the cart with you looking at paint samples. And I took the other one walking around. Yeah. It was very cute. It was. It was so cute. Okay. Oh, uh, Memories. Good thing that's over. Yeah, COVID's yeah. over. Yeah. We're out of COVID. Don't yeah. have to Get wear a mask no more. See if you qualify for a booster. Stay up on those. Yeah. Also, if you're... I should probably get my second booster. Probably. I thought, weren't you qualified for it? Yeah, but I'm lazy. No, that's you true. Think I'm going to go out of my way. Oh, I found my COVID card. I was very happy about that. Oh, good. Oh, I found good. it. I was like, thank I, God. You do need that for the booster. You do. Yeah. I actually got my first booster. So I got the two shots, which was the first Yeah, shot, the, the first, first shot. Vaccination. The first set of vaccine. Yeah. And then I got the booster. Right. Which I don't have documented at all. Why? Because I didn't have my card with me when I went to go get they it. They still gave it and to they, me. They didn't, yeah, they still gave it to me, and they didn't give me a card saying that I got it. Oh, okay. They told me to bring my card back, and that's when I realized that I lost my card. <laughs> uh, can you go back to the same place and have it updated? Yeah, sure. It's been months. So I'm sure. I'll well, bring it back your file, you you're still, this. you're still on file somewhere. They keep track of that be. shit. Yeah, it's Kroger. You know. Yeah, you're yeah, on you file. Should to, you should be able to have them retroactively fix that. Yeah. yeah, it's a pharmacy. They do actually have to keep track of who they give shots yeah. to because they have to well, keep the track cops of their. Show. Well, I don't know. We don't know. We're just willy nilly handing out shots here. Show us your tiny paper. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a cop's like, hey, they're trying to get their booster signed when they say they say they already had it. Well, yeah, I want to get my second booster. But you said you got your first booster, is it? Yeah. There's no proof. There's no proof, so you can't get nothing. Arrest them. Who knows how many shots you've had by now? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know there's not enough shots to go around? No one's getting so vaccinated. Many. There's so many shots. <laughs> no, I wish we would ship more of them out of the country. Mm, or enable them to uh, make their own. Yeah, that would be better. Please, everyone, yeah, stop being assholes. Places are able to do that, so you should probably just just give them the formula. Yeah. It's not a patent. There's certain things that you shouldn't. I don't know. Gee, it's like there's a lot of medications that should not be patented, like most of them. Yeah, maybe like a capitalist society. Why Banting deliberately didn't patent insulin? Exactly, uh-huh. so that people this is a could great get person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots of people. Wanted to save people. I think the guy who created the smallpox vaccine. Yeah, he did didn't. He didn't patent it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good, decent man. Because he's like, I want people to live. It's interesting how people in medicine want other people to live. And then people like they took an oath. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes they do some. I mean, I know that like morally, a lot of these people way back when probably had a lot of other problems. Most of them were racist. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I will also. But they were. We have more moral in that they wanted people to live and not have to pay for I will to live. Say even the people who did the leeches, they were trying to help. They thought this did something. They weren't going. Mm. They weren't going. This leeches garbage. But 
Hey, it turns out in the end, leeches are a medical benefit if you use yeah. them correctly. Yeah, there are <laughs> yeah. certain medical benefits. Obviously, things. the same goes for arsenic, right? Yeah! Mm. They use that for a long time. And lead. Lead's good to put in everything, I heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good for Mercury. your skin. And whiskey. Lots of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that, there's some benefits to that. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I love whiskey so much. I was actually just talking uh, about it today. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. No. no. <laughs> you want to know something for the next game night? I want to get whiskey. I'm going to. Uh, there's a version of the Moscow Mule called the Bavarian Mule, where you do it with whiskey and lemon and <gasps> oh, ginger beer. <gasps> with ginger beer. Or ginger beer, yeah. I'll just drop it off at your house before get my game night. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it sometime. Um, so I, I do find it's it's funny that the dog and cat, since they're supposed to be opposites, like dogs are the extroverted ones, but they're like get those one on time, one at a time. Mm-hmm. And the cats who are like supposed to be like the introverted animal yep. is like you know you gotta get those in Paris. They need each other. Yeah, they do. I just <laughs> like, can go the- crazy if you don't get two of them. Well, I, I thought there. Was, I thought you. I guess also that leads to the crazy cat person myth because it's like, well, I need a new cat, so I had to get one together because my others are too old. So now I have six. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, it's uh, a lot less expensive and mm-hmm. easier to care for a bunch of cats. I will say there was another dog. There was this TikTok my little sister sent me, and it's like, why don't we ever call people with more than like two kids crazy kid people like we don't do that you call- I think we do that when you get over like five yeah i mean yes but also at that time it's like how do you afford them is my real concern yeah. because if we have six cats we can actually we have the room the space we can afford you their medical needs you haven't like you can, can support them one, yeah like but when you start getting into six and seven kids, unless you're very wealthy, like supporting that many kids. No, it's crazy expensive. It's super yeah. expensive. But we don't call them crazy. We make yeah. TV shows about them and watch them in interest. We should No, we should. No. I do understand, like, the people who get sudden, like, I was trying to get a single child and now I have five kids. That's different when they come all in the same yeah, basically, it's a literal <laughs> in the litter of humans. Yeah, yeah, then it's like, well, we didn't plan for this. We're trying to make do. Oh, you want to film us and pay us money so we can put money in our kids' accounts? Sure. Yeah. This seems like an opportunity yeah. to not be crushingly poor. Yeah. Like I can understand that mentality, even though I don't think it's probably the best uh, situation to grow up in. No, it's. But uh, I understand that motivation from the parent side. Developing uh, people, you know, be in that kind of limelight. No, that's very. Yeah, I think TLC was um, TLC morally is... wrong. Yes, I will say I did watch Kate and John plus eight or whatever the fuck Jesus, that was. It is kind of funny how she became the face of Karen's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it was interesting though, like early yeah, on, the haircut. Mm-hmm. So or maybe was because of her that that's the haircut yeah that probably was, is yeah she yeah. Was, definitely was the one who popularized that particular haircut so i watched it because it came on during a time i would do homework and it was good background noise because i didn't mm-hmm. have to pay attention it was just kind of right. it was marathon and like early on they were always kind of considerate and very thoughtful and even like the parents together worked very well together and then as the later seasons when john wanted out it's like hey i think we've done enough we have a house we have this set up let's just get out and she's like no I'm addicted no, now. This is my life now. And then they had huge divorce. Do my manicure after this. And it's like, <laughs> do you, I have friends and fans and fame, mm-hmm. and 
they the children like it. Yeah. And I'm like, and then John got a girlfriend, and people were like, "He's cheating." It's like, no, he's, no, no, he's moving on with his life. Yeah. yeah, because his wife is literally a Karen. Well, yeah, it's she got sucked up into the fame. Yeah, she got like in she a did, weird. The only thing that, I, and I don't. This is a, we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking. TV yeah, show. these children are adults now. With yeah, their own lives. Yes, but, and I hope no one ever notices them, and they have whatever lives they them. want to. If you don't. If they were, if they wanted to be famous, they'd be famous they don't want to be famous i'm sure they hate cameras at this point yeah but um i don't really remember her being explicitly karen-esque the only thing i can i remember her doing that i thought was was reprehensible and it's not but i was upset about it okay was when she stole big old pine cones from a forest and the forest was like Ma'am, you can't just take our giant ass pine cones from the forest. You need, you literally need to ship them back to us. And uh, she had to ship them back. I didn't know. And she that was, was like it. going around screaming at her husband, getting him to like, she's like, we've got eight children, so we need to find eight perfect pine cones, one for each kid. Oh, wait. And she's I, like, one, two, three. She, she had this cones. weird. I think she, it's like one of those. <laughs> go home. What are you doing? It's one of those weird things I think parents get. Like, I will say, I think she had a short temper. But also, like, she had eight children. Yeah, she had eight she had. They yeah. had a set of twins. A TV show. Yeah, they had a set of twins. They yeah. wanted one more, and they got six Little babies, yeah, like, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's IVF. That's IVF for you. You get you get multiples. Like, and she put herself in considerable risk to keep them all. Like that. Yeah. That's a very brave, brave thing to do. Yeah. She cared about her family. So I'm, not, I'm not shitting on her. No. My point is, I'm not shitting on. Her. I just I think living in the limelight the way she did was not good for her mental health. Yeah, and you never know how it's gonna affect. affect. Yeah, people, especially people who don't come from families of actors. You know, which is, you know, I'm, I'm it, a, that's not good either. That's not, that's not good either. Cause then you are also kind of have a different kind of mindset that isn't great. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. who am I to judge? I'm just a podcaster. Yeah. We're just, <laughs> and we don't have kids. Sorry, and no our, one listens to our us. Topic uh, we were talking about sibling dysfunction. So I think this counts. We're this in family one, therapy this now. This tangent we're going to allow. We have children. They're just, uh... They're just furry children. Yeah. Better. Much like the toddlers of Kate and John plus eight, they cannot talk back. <laughs> and there's only two. I don't know. Have you met Mishka? Oh, yeah. Mishka and Oliver, they protest, man. Mishka Dude, is six children. Mishka is, <laughs> he, when he doesn't like something, he huffs and he little barks at you and he's like, Woof. I'm like, excuse me? And he's like, Woof. stares right at Danielle. Mm hmm. And it's like, you are not paying enough attention to me. I'm like, you just got home from work. I'm doing something else right now. And then Oliver, he's like, I want to go outside and be a free cat. And I pick him up. He's like, no, freedom. (laughs) Get me into the garage. Oh, no, you can't. You're not a garage cat. You're an inside cat. Put him out. Stupid. See him messing with something. Pick it up. No, I was messing with that. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So dumb. So that is our um, family therapy corner. I like it. Um, yeah, so I so get more than one kitten. Uh, they also sometimes learn their litter box habits from each other. So, you yeah. know, they teach each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a useful one. Yeah. So, Although Sydney just knew because she's perfect. Well, I've never actually had a cat not know the litter box. Yeah, it's pretty insane. The second you, yeah. you toss them in the but litter box and they pee. If you have a dumb cat... 
your smart cat. I will <laughs> say that as a kid, we had a set of bing bags. Bing bags cushionies feel very similar to sand. Yep. Yep. And oh, no. so... Boy has a problem with that sometimes. If he doesn't get his medication, he'll he'll pee on a, a bing bag. pile of towels or something. Yeah. I was very worried about my love sacks because I thought that those were going to be used as litter boxes. Luckily, they're not. They're like cushions, though. They're, they're um, bean bag skins filled with memory foam. Yeah, they're not the yeah. same, like, the beanie. The actual beanie things, like, they, yeah. with the shifting back and forth, they feel a lot more like sand. So we had, like, a set when I was a kid, and then we found out we couldn't have them because mm. we'd sit down in them, and then just there was wet, wet, no wet urine. Just sit down, and it's like, why is this Ew. wet? Yeah, no, you didn't get the waft of ammonia? No, because normally be a, like old because we wouldn't sit in them every day, and so mm. we didn't know, and then we just sit in them. Ew. That's right. Louisiana is very humid, too, so it wouldn't dry out. I also have a horrible sense of smell, so oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, no, I'd sit in it and realize it was pee and stuff, but I'm not as... I think you're also very sensitive to the smell of ammonia because you also hate litter boxes. Yeah, yeah, they're they're my least favorite thing on the planet of Earth. I'm... Like, they stink sometimes, really, but they're favorite. not bad. My least favorite... I hate litter boxes more yeah. than Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> no, That's... No, I'd take a litter box any day. Okay. I was about to fucking say, would I was you like, like are to you clean sure, boys Kim? litter box, or would you like to meet Donald Trump? I would clean seven. I would clean You're boys a cat, litter box, you know? I mean, and your all of your guys' litter boxes wow. before I met. Donald that's Trump. that's probably the correct choice in general. It is. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, because I was about to say, it's like I don't think you're remembering. Because okay, the last three we're very well. We're free. Let's keep going. No, we're not necessarily free. Oh, no. Everyone register to vote. And also, the two-party system fucking sucks, and it shouldn't be a thing. And we should all have ranked voting. So, um, yeah, ranked voting. Bypass that. Yep. So, right here, you know, like, ranked pets, people for ranked pets, voting. Not blue. Great. Yeah. Good luck to that. <laughs> After they changed the voting laws. That's yep. great. Yeah. Nope. Gone forever. Well, everyone vote for Stacey Abrams for governor. So oh, yeah. She you can fix... do that if you're in Georgia. Yeah. If you're not in Georgia, it's going to be a little weird. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I believe that's fraud. <laughs> yeah, that is fraud. Yeah. <laughs> now, anyone, all our Georgia listeners, governor, governor, gubernatorial, gubernatorial, Let's let's try to get Stacy in there because she seems real cool. Yep. And she does Pro what she says. DDT. She is like a person who actually She's a person. She has values and she says what she does and does yes. what she says and has a belief system and isn't and just... she was a huge part of why Georgia didn't as a whole vote for Trump. Yeah. She, she worked really hard on getting people registered. Everyone yep. registered. She was in my Instagram ads. Yeah, she's been in my ads for a while. Stacy. I was like, I like you, Stacy. Can you stop showing up in my ads? I get it. I already intend to vote for you. It's just not November yet. God, the signs. Is there any, like, pre-gubernatorial race? It's just part of the November election. Oh, okay. Then they're just advertising super early, I guess. Well, Mm. that's how the United States elections work. I don't know. They start real early. Okay, I've just been seeing they signs shouldn't. every... It's not always been like this. I started seeing now. signs, and I was like, oh, shit, is it the governor's race? No, Am, are we in trouble? Are, like basically actively campaigning for, like, a year. Jesus. Okay, so vote where you need to vote at. 
it, depending on your state or your area. If you're in Georgia, check out Stacey Abrams. If you haven't heard of her, she's real cool, but you're allowed to do your own research. We, you don't have to listen to us. Nope. We are podcasters talking about dogs all day. We are normal humans who just want to talk about animals. and But we love animals, so we're not sociopaths. Mm-hmm. We're gay and we people. love animals. And so, and we, for some reason, we don't like the Republicans too much. Don't know why. Don't know why. I don't know. Seems like maybe they're bad people, but okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like one of them uh, put their dog in a dog crate and then strapped it to the roof of their car and then the yeah car. <laughs> so um he's... that one of the uh i don't know he's been less terrible than a lot of the others <laughs> no ron paul so no it wasn't ron paul it was mitt romney i was like it's one I, it's a low very kip i say that with very low standards <laughs> I, I understand yeah, that's true that's in that true. he has stayed somewhat moderate instead of just going really far to one side so this is not a politics pet pod it is not and it's also not about tv 15 pod. years ago or whatever politics oh yeah it's Parent it's, it's pet not, politics this isn't the pod. Joe Rogan experience, oh, although God. he's not even. He no, we're not talking. <laughs> we'll never have his listenership. <laughs> no, never. I wouldn't want to. Not he's very the former co-host much, of the Man Show. No, but he also like is very like. Un- he claims he's healthy, but I'm very much concerned about like the stuff he does to stay I, healthy. I quote, think unquote. he's healthier than than um. Glenn Beck. Well, yes. <laughs> we put him on the I, same table. I don't. I just no, mean they have to be on the, the, same the amount. He's talking about <laughs> he's like on the same table as Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh. I think he's healthier. Well, still, the some of the supplements and the amount of supplements he talks about. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, dude, that doesn't seem good. Like <laughs> eat a kosher eat, at all, bro. Why don't you just eat some more vegetables and maybe tr- get some sleep and drink some water? Yeah. Don't don't uh, don't. Um, don't Steve Jobs yourself, everybody. No. Don't green drink it, man. Don't green drink it. Just get the surgery. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so... Okay. He, okay, we're so we're wrapping this up. Be good. Get one dog at a time unless you really want to challenge like me and Heath were idiots and did. But it, no, worked, it worked out. out. It, worked it worked out. out. It worked out. Ains- ends justify the means. Wouldn't change it. Nope. Yeah. Um, if you get a cat, get two cats. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to your siblings. Give them a hug. If you like them, don't talk to them if you hate them. Yep. Heath, where can people find us? Send them, send them a letter filled with baby it's happening. We, we don't usually give this much advice on... <laughs> this is advice pod now. Oh my gosh. That's not... Okay. Send them a letter about who you're voting for and start screaming. That's going to happen in the holidays anyway. <laughs> At least me and my siblings are all on the same page, man. I don't know. Despite some my of the parents' efforts. Me and my siblings are like, we're not. <sighs> Politically, we're pretty much on the same level, roughly. Right. Um, I would say we're on the same level, too. We're just in a weird, we have a very weird political perspective. That's fine. This yeah, isn't anyway, Politipod. I was, I was trying to move I'm not, off. I'm not trying to. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Trump has brought, like, my brother and his wife and our politics closer together. Oh, yeah. That, that is something. Aww. That's nice. Bringing families like, together. Oh, apart. The right has turned. They're not the same anymore. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's too far. They weren't, like, severely no, they were, right-leaning. They were They were more moderate. moderate. And... They would like an independent party. Yeah. Which, we, yeah. That's oh, true. Like libertarians, kind of. Not that. Not quite. Not okay. that. Okay. They they just 
they were they'd con- listen to the right. They'd be like, ah, yeah, yeah, they, they're they they're in tech and stuff. So oh well, if they were in tech, then they're definitely listening to libertarians <laughs> a little bit, but not like they're definitely a lot more. Look, a lot of people got galvanized. They do try to listen in, to the issues, and they'll go with what they, they agree with based on their moral code. Yeah, they have a they have a strong their, moral their beliefs, code. Yeah. I like yeah. John McCain. <laughs> that a lot of problems too. Actually, we he did. Talk yeah, about no, that. we don't talk about those. No, no, I, I found about his problems, but I do yeah. respect the fact that he was a POW. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that I think that did um, How that shape helps his, his legacy view. a lot. Yeah, no, I I think. Yeah. Well, it was horrible that happened to him. He didn't die because of who his dad was. Yeah. They didn't kill him because of that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But he did get to bring that experience. I don't think drop in those situations, but okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would have done it too. Uh, yeah, no, look, but hey, look. I'm just saying, like, as a member of an army, <laughs> you're not supposed to share stuff like that. Well, also, you're not supposed to, like, ideally, anyway, we should take care of our troops and not let them get people. tortured. He's better than a lot of them that are in that position. Also, we should probably not torture people. Yeah, we shouldn't do that either. Like, as much as he did push for, like, hey, let's not torture people, you know, he didn't actually stop it either. We still torture people as a country, so... Yep. So everything's cool. Off of, uh, can we get off a political pod? Because <laughs> I'm going to cut some of this out. No, no, write your representatives so that we can get uh, ranked choice voting that will cut out the power of the two party system. This is a three hour long episode. Okay, we need to uh, stop you can now. Find us on Thank the socials, you. Us, the podcast about animals, uh, Pet Prince Pod. We're on. <laughs> We're on Instagram, this Twitter. This is my favorite episode. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, uh, also petparentspod.com. Uh, you can email us with your questions, comments, concerns about all of our off-topic commentary and opinions yep. if you would like. Yell at, at us. Call us snowflakes. Please, please, Daddy, call me a snowflake. Oh, dear God. <laughs> We were so on topic to begin this episode. I'll make sure that you read that. Thank you. Forward it to me. Hello. I was so proud of us. We like this show. We were pretty on topic. We 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 were so focused, and then at the end, it went. To make up for all the last third of it, the last third really derailed. Anyway, you can email us at petparentspod at gmail dot com if you would like. We will continue to always get better and. Well, we're going to try. Well, as long as everyone votes, maybe as a country we can get better. Hey, I yeah. like it. Yeah. Register to vote. Tell your friends to register to vote and then actually vote. Yeah. If you can, you know, apply for a um, a mail-in ballot if that's an option. Because yeah. honestly, it's way more convenient. And yeah. you can look up all of the options on there and make an informed vote instead of just like, oh, I didn't realize this was not going to be on here. Because I, I love that, that so much. They also mm-hmm. might have the ability online to like look up ballots ahead of time yeah which is also handy i will say something always sneaks on there because i do that and then yeah. something always sneaks on there i'm like what the fuck is this it yeah. was not on my ballot i really like to be able to look it up and research and then make an informed opinion instead of like i'm gonna guess based on this the wording, wording here. which is tricky it's confusing sometimes so tricky yeah oh. yeah well they told me that uh they would automatically register my mail-in ballot situation since i was immunocompromised and i was basically disabled mm-hmm and then uh, they did got rid you, of that. Did you clear it? Yeah. They yeah. got rid yeah. of it. They love yeah. to do that. Yep. Yeah. So. Hey. Let's. Okay. So we need to get together, vote, so we don't have to overthrow the government. Okay, guys? Oh, my God. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>